This edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Peter Laviolette's meeting with the Capitals, and I will update you on the injured Capitals players next on this edition of Locked On Capitals. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen or view of the day. Yes, this podcast is also available in video form, so head on over to YouTube and check it out. And when you're on YouTube, make sure and hit that subscribe button. And if you like the videos, give it a thumbs up or leave some comments. It really helps grow the channel. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, in this episode of Locked On Capitals, we are going to talk about what is behind the Capitals' recent winning streak. Uh, what is the impetus? What caused it? As we find out, Peter Laviolette did meet with the Capitals earlier in the month, and he kind of told them that, you know, playing 500 hockey is not going to cut it. We'll talk about that in the show. Then, a little bit later, I will break down the myriad of injuries and what is the injury status of Tom Wilson and uh, TJ Oshie and Nick Backstrom. When can we expect them to come back? But just to get it going here, the Capitals winning is starting to pay dividends as the Capitals have now moved into fourth place um, with that win over the Rangers the other night. So they are trending in the right direction. What the Capitals are going to have to do, however, now is to continue to keep winning and winning uh, because they kind of dug themselves deep into a hole now they're going to have to grab a shovel and dig their way out of it, you know, and that was one of the things that I spoke of on this podcast, oh, I don't know, about a month ago, is that Brian McClellan said the Caps got themselves in this mess. They're going to have to get themselves out of it. And my question was, except what if they can't? And as it turns out, uh, the Capitals can. They do have it within them to 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 learn how to win. They're, they're able to have that tenacity and that ability to overcome despite the myriad of injuries. And it's not just the Capitals. An update on your Hershey Bears as well, the AHL affiliate. This was from Zach Fish. The Bears win. Uh, Hunter Shepard pitches a shutout with 22 saves as the Bears win the battle of AHL's two best teams, one to nothing. Giant Center was rocking with a sold-out crowd. Um, Hershey now is 22-6-2-1. So it's not just the Capitals that are trending in the right direction. The AHL Hershey Bears are going in the right direction. And, you know, they have a long history of winning down there as well. So just a really exciting time for the Capitals uh, organization in general as the Capitals are trending in the right direction in their AHL affiliate. Uh, Hershey Bears are also trending in the right direction. So that is a positive sign. And you, you might be asking yourself, well, what does that have to do with us? What does that have to do with the Capitals? Well, those are your future Capitals down there. Those are your future faces 
that are going to be on this team. That is your Hendricks LaPierre. That's your Connor McMichael. That's your Vincent Iorio. That's your Hunter Shepard, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Those guys will one day be your future capitals uh, ostensibly. Um, And some of them a little bit sooner than others. Uh, You take a look at uh, Connor McMichael, who has been itching for his opportunity. Um, You take a look at Hendricks LaPierre. The fact that they're able to gel down in Hershey is a really good sign here. But uh, just to get it going here about the Capitals and what is behind their recent winning streak, Peter Laviolette told Junks Radio yesterday morning he met with the Capitals' locker room uh, in early December to instill a sense of urgency after their poor start. We cannot afford a December that looks like November and October. Playing 500 hockey will be the death of us. And uh, if you take a look at it, it would have been the death of that Capitals team uh, if they would have kept playing that way. Um, So I am glad that despite the myriad of injuries that's facing this team, that they have found a way to win. Because if they would have kept going in that direction, um, they would have been setting up tea time. And, you know, it's easy to, to cut excuses Uh, for yourself and say, well, you know, we're not playing well because we don't have this player or we're not playing well because we don't have that player. The Capitals, after that meeting, you know, one of the things that I remember last year is last March, the Caps were playing poorly as well. And that was due in large part because of their inconsistent net minding. So TJ Oshie talked about that they had an all-team meeting and all of a sudden the Capitals went on this huge winning streak. So there is some, um, you know, Uh, method to the madness there of trying to overcome. And sometimes it's about looking internally. Last year, it was kind of a similar thing. It was an all-team meeting uh, led by T.J. Oshie and Alex Ovechkin talking about, you know, guys, we have it in this locker room to play better. Same goes for this season. Uh, What Peter Laviolette is ultimately doing is he is holding his players accountable, saying, there's no one that's going to dig us out from here. You know, we're not going to go out there and sign that marquee name. Why? Because we don't have enough money. We're not going to go out and sign Eric Carlson. We're not going to go out and sign Bo Horvat or someone like that. We have the players in this locker room or down in Hershey that um, is going to help us win games. And, you know, you've seen it from some kind of unexpected places. You take a look at Eric Gustafson. Uh, for example, a, a, a guy that hadn't scored a goal all season gets a hat trick in one game and a goal the next game. The guy got four goals in, in two games. So, you know, when you say that, you know, scoring and production comes from unexpected sources, that is a prime example right there. And then you just talk about um, the pleasant surprise of some of the acquisitions that were made, you know, they weren't, you know, like these earth shaking, you know, NHL headline news uh, type things. But when the Capitals went out and they picked up Sonny Milano after he was released uh, from a PTO from the Calgary Flames, what a pleasant surprise he has been on this Capitals team, a real good nose for the puck, good hockey IQ, and has really helped this Capitals team start to win games. Another guy that they picked up from Toronto, Nicholas Abe-Cubel, Another guy who I think at first was kind of brought in to be a little bit of that snarl, that sandpaper in Tom Wilson's absence. Um, He has also started to contribute as of late. Uh, When he first came to this team, I think that he tried to endear himself to the Capitals uh, players and fans by, you know, trying to be a tough guy, but then ultimately was suspended. Now I think he is trying to concentrate on what he does best and be a playmaker, not trying to be a tough guy, so to speak, out there. So, 
what it is, is it's, you know, some call-ups. It is, you know, um, Charlie Lindgren really standing tall in Darcy Kemper's absence. And then when Darcy Kemper has returned, playing excellent hockey out there. You know, you could say that if if they didn't have Kemper and Lindgren in net, they would not be where they are right now. If it would have been Sam Sonoff and Vanacek in net again this year, I do not think they would have gone on this uh, long winning streak. And, you know, when I was speaking of unexpected sources, um, Charlie Lindgren, for example, before he played on the Capitals this season, was a bit uh, of an unknown commodity. You know, he played, you know, a big role down in the Thunderbirds for the, the St. Louis Blues organization. And then in his short call up with the Blues, he played well. But for him to come here and win first star of the week when he was here and just, you know, um, he's playing a backup role out there, but ultimately that is just a title only. When you take a look and you remember back on what Charlie Lindgren did in Darcy Kemper's absence, there's nothing else you can take away from that than just, wow, what a great, you know, what a great addition to this team. And kind of like what I said, an unexpected uh, a player. You know, it's not like they went out and signed a marquee name, a marquee netminder, um, like a Swayman, or they went out and signed Shesterkin or something. They signed a backup netminder that was a bit unknown and has come here and done nothing but be a brick wall in net. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. This whole team just binding together, you know, stop, you know, writing excuses for each other that, you know, we're not playing well because, you know, we don't have Oshie in there and Backstrom and Wilson. So that is why we suck right now. That doesn't cut it. And as it turns out, they are able to find a way to win games, despite the fact that they're missing Oshie for a good chunk of time, Wilson and Backstrom for the entire season. Um, so that's what it's all about. It's holding the team accountable. And that is just really the gist of what Peter Laviolette was saying. He's like, you know, we're coaching you guys the best way and with the best systems that we know how it's up to you guys to execute these plays. Peter Laviolette is the winningest U.S. born coach. It's not like he is just this flash in the pan. Some guy that was, you know, um, you know, mediocre success this guy has a pedigree of coming to teams and winning hockey games. Um, so, you know, to go after Peter Laviolette, I know that's the easy thing to say, but Peter Laviolette is the, the best coach for this team available right now. The winningest U.S.-born coach. Just let that soak in. If that doesn't instill, you know, a bit of confidence in you, I don't know what will. And, uh, you know, him passing down the message that you guys are going to have to be the ones that execute what we, the plays that we draw up and, you know, holding each other accountable, no more excuses, next guy up mentality. That has been the secret sauce for the Capitals as you've seen them go on a winning streak. And if they want to continue to go on a winning streak, they're going to have to do that because at some point, and I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, we are going to start to see the big names come back and just stop and think, what is this team going to look like when you see Wilson, Backstrom, Oshie, um, coming back to this lineup. I think that this team is poised uh, to do really great things as we head towards the midway point and then towards the tail end of the season. I think that uh, the Caps are sitting in a great position. All right, so after the break here, I will talk to you about the injured Capitals and what is their latest status update. I'll talk about that next.
BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and World Cup, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And guys, not e- even if you're not into betting, you could bet on an upcoming Capitals game like the Capitals take on the Senators. It makes watching the games that much more exciting. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Make sure to check out Locked On Sports today, the biggest stories around the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports today, available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this edition, we are breaking down the Capitals' play. In the first segment, we talked about what is behind the Capitals' winning streak. Now, we are going to talk about what is the latest status to your injured Capitals, most notably Nick Backstrom. You know, the the thing for me about Backstrom not being in the lineup is he has not been here for some of the greatest moments for Alex Ovechkin. He's been in the press box for a good chunk of them, but for him to be on the ice, that would have been really special. But Backstrom is trending in the right direction. Backstrom hasn't played this season after undergoing the procedure to address chronic hip pain back in June. He said for the first time in years, he is pain-free, able to function and do basic tasks he couldn't do before writes Washington Hockey Now. Nicholas Backstrom has been placed in the NHL's COVID protocol now. So, you know, one of the things about it is, you know, it's never optimal or it's never ideal to get COVID, but for him to get COVID while he's still not on the active roster, actively playing, I guess if there's one time to get it, it's when you're not actively, you know, in the active roster. But uh, when you take a look at him, he is undergoing COVID protocol, but he is trending in the right direction. As we know about Nick Backstrom is he had that hip resurfacing procedure done uh, in Belgium. And, you know, the book on it was that it's all doom and gloom. You know, he's going to be lucky if he comes back ever. And if he does come back, he is only going to play you know, a limited capacity and only, a, you know, a handful of games or maybe 10 games. And then that's going to be it for him. I think there's been progress in that type of procedure, because he alluded to Nicholas Backstrom is that is, is that he was aware of players on the Swedish elite league that have had that procedure done and have come back. Is he ultimately going to be able to do that? I guess time will be able, will tell, but he has played and he has that positive attitude. I think this will be quick. I think he's been on the ice so long that he'll get back out there to get his legs under him. Peter Lavulette said of him being in COVID protocol right back up to speed as soon as he can uh, for not having played in quite a while. So the big thing for Backstrom is, is that he has been out on the ice. He has been skating with the team. He has that cardiovascular health going for him. So it's not like he's been, you know, just sitting around lounging. He has been ramping his way back up to playing on the cap. So uh, I think that him having COVID right now is just a mild setback. And I expect him to come back to this team shortly and um, and then be ready to go at some point here. I think that he's probably going to be a little bit further out than Tom Wilson, just considering um, you know the nature of his injury. But for him to even be out on the ice, skating with the team, 
is just really something for me. Like I said, no one, no one would have anticipated this. Like I said, the book on him was that he was going to come back at the tail end of the season or the start of next season. But as we are heading up towards January, for him to be out on the ice with a team, mind blown, to be honest with you. But here's Backstrom speaking of his hip resurfacing procedure done. Why did he have to have it done? It was a life changer in my life just to pick up socks, tie my shoes, stuff like that, and play with my kids. I couldn't really do that either. It helped me to a lot functionality, and I'm happy about that. The, that part, I'm feeling great. Now it's just the next step for me to get back out on the ice, he wrote earlier in the season. And as we know, he is back out on the ice, and he is ramping up and, and getting ready for his return. So for Backstrom, kind of defying odds, um, you know, defying odds of everyone that, you know, well, the Caps are going to have to prepare for life after Nick Backstrom. That is why they went out and signed Dylan Strom. Strom is only signed to that one-year deal. I would love for them to bring him back, uh, Dylan Strom, that is, as well, to see where he fits in. But as far as Backstrom is concerned, I don't think the Capitals are necessarily going to have to um, prepare for life after him. I do think he's going to make a return. I don't want to get ahead of myself and say, I know what condition he's going to be in when he does return. But from what I know, just right now, things are looking up for him. And, and that's the big thing for me. And, you know, kind of surprising everyone out there as well. Um, so the other player, the biggest player of impact for me is Tom Wilson. Tom Wilson is also getting closer and he's been skating in a, a contact jersey. So he is in a contact jersey full go over this last stretch and getting stronger with each skate. Laviolette ruled him out for Thursday, but did not provide a further timeline, which doesn't necessarily rule him out for a return in the near future. Laviolette said Tom Wilson, who has been practicing in a regular jersey, is close. He won't suit up against the Senators, but anytime someone comes out of that non-contact jersey, I feel like they're close. So that is great news for the Capitals, as we know what Tom Wilson brings to this team. He brings that, that intimidation factor. He's the tough guy, but not just that. He's also a goal scorer. He's a leader. So to have Tom Wilson edging back towards a return in a full go, he's not wearing a non-contact jersey. He is full go. He's skating with the team. He is ramping up for his return. That is great news. Uh, so when you take a look at it, Wilson edging towards his return, Nick Backstrom under COVID protocol, but heading in the right direction. He is out on the ice when he's not under COVID protocol. Those are good things. They are trending in the right direction. All good news for the Capitals on that front. So that is a big thing out there as well. T.J. Oshie, however, is on the ice for the Capitals' optional practice. He missed three games since suffering an upper body injury against the Maple Leafs. So, you know, not ultimate, you know, not optimal for him. Um, so Oshie, meanwhile, was in high spirits as he skated and showed off some high energy and moves at the optional skate. He was showcasing his usual high energy and skating well, said Laviolette. Um, said he is skating in a non-contact jersey, uh, was a step in the right direction for number 77. He has missed the last three games since suffering that upper body injury. Um, so Oshie remains out of the lineup and is not expected to play tonight versus the Senators. You know, Oshie's another one of those players, a big name on the team. You can draw lines to their success with him in the lineup. The Capitals, however, have found a way to win games without him in the lineup, but the Caps play that much better 
when Oshie is in the lineup. That's the book. Those are the analytics on him. Caps team plays better when Oshie's in the lineup. Even if he's not scoring goals, he has got that good hockey sense, that hockey IQ. He's a playmaker. Um, you know, I guess to his detriment, he sometimes takes on players that are much bigger than him. And uh, sometimes he has been injured doing that subsequently. You know, if you remember back to Joe Thornton a couple of years ago, they're making a move on the puck and Thornton just kind of rubbed him out on the boards there. So, you know, if, if, if Oshie could harness that maybe just a little bit and uh, not try to take on the biggest guys on the ice, I think that would be advantageous for him. But in any event, all these players, I would say Wilson and Backstrom, they're coming close to returning. I would say Wilson before Backstrom. So all, all good news there. Um, so that's what we're hoping for. We're hoping for a return on Wilson soon. Uh, no, Laviolette will not say exactly when that will be other than to say he's trending in the right direction. Same goes for Nicholas Backstrom as he is under COVID protocol, but also trending in the right direction. All right. So after the break here, I will update you on some other Capitals players. I will talk to you about Carl Hagelin. I will talk to you a little bit more about Martin Faravari. And when can we expect them to come back? We'll talk about that next. You're hanging out with some friends and putting back a few drinks. A few becomes a few too many as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out. You think of calling for a ride. Nah, you live nearby. You can make it home. Okay, it's no big deal. What are the odds you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst thing that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that still doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel while under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now for looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drink after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Carl Hagelin and the injury that he faced and how he's recovering as we know, his major injury that affected him earlier was when he took that stick up high in practice. Um, and he ended up losing a bunch of his vision, you know, just, you know, a tragic story. When you think about it, you never want to have that kind of injury for one, but to have it in practice um, is definitely not, you know, is not optimal, shall we say. But Carl Hagelin does have uh, a positive attitude. Carl hasn't played since February 28th. He had three goals and 14 assists in 53 games in the 21-22 season prior to his injury. Carl is in a blue non-contact jersey warming up before the Capitals optional practice yesterday. Carl working his way back from hip surgery and an eye injury. And, you know, Peter Laviolette talking about it, he said, how good is that to see? He's just out there testing, just seeing where he's at. He's still in the distant future. Um, and is he ultimately going to be able to make a return to the Caps? 
Is he going to be able to make a return to the NHL? I guess only time will tell. Those are two major injuries. Anytime something happens to your eyes like that, that's horrible. But then to also have that hip issue as well, um, I guess the, the odds and the cards are kind of stacked against him, but you know, his positive nature, maybe he can overcome, you know, if you would be so inclined to be a guy that's kind of down in the dumps and saying, well, I guess that's the end of the, my career, then it probably would be the end of your career. But if you take a look at Carl, in his attitude, his positive attitude, I guess I wouldn't rule anything out. It's the most pain I've ever been through because the stick hit me right in the eyeball, Carl explained in me. It wasn't any bones around it that really took any of the impact. It was scary. Those first two weeks were some of the toughest in my life, especially uh, when you can't see anything or do anything. It's just total darkness. I, uh, your heart goes out to him just listening to the story. But now you're over the hump, and I've always said to myself, I've been a positive person, an optimistic person, and I need to stay that way and keep pushing for next season. And uh, we are all pushing for um, Carl to, to make a return to this team. He did play that huge role on the fourth line when the Caps were humming along last season. So it would be nice to see Carl on the ice. You know, it is distant to quote Peter Laviolette, but it would be promising. It would be a good sign for me. It would be a really good story about a guy who overcame many obstacles to make his return. Same kind of in the same boat as Backstrom, both players who faced major injuries um, and are trying to, to inch their way back. And Carl, we hope that uh, you can make it back to this team soon. And, uh, you know, it is against all odds. Martin Faravari, another player next year who was injured. You know, you could almost do, I could do a few podcasts just talking about the injuries to Capitals uh, players. Um, but I'm covering most of them here for you today. The next one is Martin Faravari, who we all know played a huge role on the Caps blue line uh, since he's been on this team. He has, he led the team in hits for the longest period of time. So he does bring a tough presence out there. He's a playmaker. He's a good defenseman. He is one of the few players in recent memory that has worked his way up through Hershey and sustained a day-to-day -day job on the Caps. Um, so we are hoping that Martin Faravari can return soon. Martin Faravari is on the ice yesterday in a non-contact jersey. I believe it's the first time he's ditched the blue sweater since going on the IR, writes Matt Wyrick. Faravari is nearing a return to game action soon, Peter Laviolette said, a couple days now. Faravari has not played since suffering an apparent arm injury on December 3rd against the Flames. He has four points in 26 games so far this season, along with a plus-minus of minus one. So, you know, that is the update on Martin Faravari. Again, a player that has a huge impact on this team, when the Caps' blue line is healthy, they play very well. When you look at Orloff, when you take a, a look at Faravari when he's in there, and, and Jensen and uh, Van Riemsdyk, they all play together very well. But what it's about for them now is those players, you know, Faravari is out, John Carlson is out, it's about overcoming, and so far the Caps have found a way to do that. And that's all great news going forward on this team. They can hope that they can continue to keep that going forward. Sometimes I think a little bit of that rubs off, you know, or it wears away, shall we say. If you think back to last season when they had that all-player meeting, they were playing very well for, you know, I would say about three to four weeks there, and then that kind of dissipated. So the one thing I'm hoping for is Peter Laviolette's message, his message of accountability. I hope that really sticks with them. I hope that has been instilled in each and every one of them because they know 
that this is about winning hockey games. This is about winning a Stanley Cup um, ultimately at the end of the day and helping Alex Ovechkin as he keeps chipping away at his goal total. Um, now that he has finally passed Gordie Howe, he has Wayne Gretzky on the horizon, but um, now he can focus his energy about helping this Caps team win. As we know, Ovechkin has three years and change left on this team. He wants another cup. I think above and beyond everything else, um, Alex Ovechkin would like to have another cup. He finally did get over the hump and get the one Stanley Cup. I think that he has his eyes set on that as well, uh, in addition to uh, beating Wayne Gretzky. And, you know, that's what it's all about. That's why the Capitals lace up the skates every day is to win Stanley Cups. You know, it's nice to make it to the playoffs. But for me as a fan, I don't want to see another first-round exit. I want this team to bind together and defy odds to all everyone out there. All the talking heads out there, they kind of dismissed this team and said, you know, they're uh, they're they're too old and, they you know, they're geriatric and they have no chance of doing anything. Those guys will turn on a dime if you listen to NHL Network Radio or if you listen to TSN up in Canada all of a sudden their tune has changed and they're like, wow, this, this is so unexpected. This is surprising. And you know, some of them are kind of two-faced. They'll end up saying, well, we kind of knew this team had it in them anyway. No, you didn't. None of you guys knew that they had it in them. I listened to all the shows and everyone dismissed this team as not, maybe not even making it to the playoffs. They said without Backstrom and Wilson, this team is doomed. Well, see how doomed they are right now. This team is trending in the right direction. They've won a bunch of games in a row. They leapfrogged over the New York Rangers they are trending in the right direction. My thing for me is, can they continue going with the winning magic? Um, and I, that's what I'm hoping for, to just to show to everyone that thinks they know everything about hockey that you don't necessarily know what's up. Because if you looked at what the book was on the Metro division, it was Carolina and the Rangers were going to be neck and neck for, for winning the Metro. And they very well might at the end of the season. But as it stands right now, that's not how it's shaken out. I think the Capitals are still in the hunt, and I still think they have an opportunity to do great things. I think they can make it to the playoffs. My goal for them is to make it past the first round. My above all end all is a Stanley Cup, of course, but I want this team to bind together and uh, find a way to, to win another cup in the Ovechkin era. I think that things will change after he retires, but as of right now, in this moment, that's what they have to have their eyes set on, the playoffs and winning games. Thank you for making Locked On Capitals your first listen today. Now make Locked On Sports today your second listen. Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. Get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Locked On Sports today, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you find your podcasts. All right, once again, thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, where it's your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.